Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Numbers. Last time we read number 16, which was about Korah's rebellion and, you know, the people basically rebelling against Aaron and Moses and God, really. They were really rebelling against God, but they were taking it out on Aaron and Moses. So, we read that. And here in chapter 17, God is going to reinforce the idea that Aaron is his chosen one. So let's read Numbers chapter 17. I am reading in the Amplified Bible. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and get rods from them, a rod for each father's household from all their leaders, according to their father's households, twelve rods. Write every man's name on his rod and write Aaron's name on the rod of Levi, his ancestor, for there is one rod for the head of each of their father's households. You shall then deposit them in the tent of meeting, the tabernacle, in front of the ark of the testimony, where I meet with you. It shall be that the rod of the man whom I choose will bud, and I will no longer hear the constant grumblings of the Israelites who are grumbling against you. So Moses spoke to the Israelites, and each of their leaders gave him a rod, one for each leader according to their father's households, twelve rods, and the rod of Aaron was among their rods. So Moses deposited the rods before the Lord in the tent of the testimony, tabernacle, now on the next day, Moses went into the tent of the testimony, and the rod of Aaron of the tribe of Levi had sprouted and put out buds and produced blossoms and yielded ripe almonds. Moses brought out all the rods from the presence of the Lord to all the Israelites, and they looked, and each man took his rod. But the Lord said to Moses, Put Aaron's rod back before the testimony in the ark to be kept as a warning sign for the rebellious and contentious, so that you may put an end to their murmurings of discontent against me, so that they do not die. And Moses did so, just as the Lord had commanded him, so he did. The sons of Israel said to Moses, Look, we perish, we are doomed, all doomed. Everyone who approaches, who approaches the tabernacle of the Lord must die. Are we to perish completely? So I feel like there's two things here to, to really note. One is that Aaron's rod, as proof that he is from God, his rod budded and produced flowers and almonds. I mean, you know, we think of, you know, you shall know them by their fruit. Well, in a way, you know, we shall know our leader by their fruit. Well, Aaron. You know, Aaron really did represent God, and I think that's part of the idea, is that we will know people who represent God by their fruit. And that's just in them, in their fruit, what they produce. You can tell when someone is following the Lord, is really earnestly following the Lord. It doesn't mean they'll be perfect. Aaron was not perfect. He made mistakes. But he was still the one that God had chosen to be their high priest. So he was still the one that God chose. And so 
his rod budded. God had to prove this to them in this way. Still, if you look down here at the end of the chapter, this is a short chapter, so you know, verses 12 and 13 are the last couple of verses where they're saying, look, we're perished, we're doomed, we're all doomed. So the second thing was that the Israelites were not, they were blaming their doom and the people who had approached incorrectly and had died, they're blaming that on like Moses and Aaron and maybe even to some degree God. And they're like, you know, everyone who approaches, who approaches the tabernacle must die. Are we to perish completely? Is God going to kill us all? That's what they're basically asking. They're not understanding that they, in their rebellion, was bringing all this upon them. Now, nonetheless, in the next chapter, we'll see how the Lord puts this issue really to rest by making Aaron and the Levites responsible for being that, again, being that buffer, being that intercessor between the people and God. This, I felt like this had already been established before this point, but here he's going to establish that again and make sure that they understand that it's the Levites and then the priest, the ones who are really doing the service, they are the buffer between the people and God. They should be interceding and serving and taking care of the people, really, for God, so that the people don't have to feel like they're doomed, like they're just doomed all the time, that everything we do is wrong. I mean, the people need to be taught. It's very much like when we have a preacher nowadays, they need to be teaching the things the congregation needs to know. So this is a short chapter. This has been number 17. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.